What's going on, family? It's your man, K to the second letter. I am here on Southside Rabbi yet again, still in 2021. You know it. It is still 2021. We here. Which in it and of itself is a miracle <laughs> from God. It is. Um, but I'm seated, seated here across from my, my good friend, one of my favorite people in the entire world. I mean the dream, Hudson. We normally have longer intros, but I'm just going to say this. I have known I mean for 15 years and he has been a best friend to me the whole time. And I oddly, weirdly, and I had to swallow some of my toxic masculinity, text this brother the other day, thank you for being my friend. Oh, you did, man. And I and Thank you for being my it's friend. It's an honor to be your friend, bro. And I'm going to say it publicly. I feel a little bit of emotion, but <laughs> toxic masculinity. <laughs> you get Push it down. Suppress. Suppress. You don't need anyone. You're a lone star. <laughs> John Wayne looking boy. Oh my gosh. Oh, God bless you, I mean. No, so I'm here you. with my homie, I mean, and uh, we have a special one for you today. We do. Um, but before we get to that, mm-hmm. I'm going to need Derek to cue up the Night Rider music. I need I need that. I'm going to let it build for a little bit as it plays because you guys are going to have to prepare yourselves for the man that I'm getting ready to introduce to you. Let that music rock a little bit. The man that I'm getting ready to introduce to you is the pinnacle of oration. He's at the pinnacle of oration. The rhetorical abilities that he has would make Martin Luther King say, When I went to the promised land, he said, I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> but then I heard, and then I heard this, this brother speak. I think that I was had a dream. when MLK was talking about the promised land, one of the folks that he was saying was there was this man giving speeches. <laughs> oh, no, you did. Keep that, keep that night rider music going. <laughs> if Frederick Douglass was alive, he would say, There is no way that my penmanship. Wow. That, 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 that my writing ability would be able to compete with the rhetorical power of the man that I'm getting ready to name. I'm talking about Kevin Elijah Smooth and Groove Burgess. I'm talking about Tesla driving, systematic theologizing, Mm. south side doxologizing, big Baptist baby baptizing, which means means he baptizes adults. (laughs) Son of a gun. <laughs> K to the second letter. Amen. Not a second better. Yes, yes. Don't leave your Bible around him, true preacher for real. Ask, Ask your pastor for, for real. real. boy. Thank you, Meansy. God bless you, brother. And your, your brilliance, my guy. Uh, he still wasn't done. It was a pregnant pause. No, no, no. That, the pause I, 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 I was in the third trimester. And, and give me a little 50 cent. Give me a little 50 cent, D. <laughs> Southside. There it is. Hey, so um, today we would like to hear from some other folks uh, before, we, before we get started. I almost said sponsors. <laughs> hey, listen. These are, these are definitely. Hey, listen. Our patrons, God bless you. you you're, you're, you're doing this. Yes. You. God bless you. Just At you home, know. virtually, pat yourself on the back as yes. a vicarious pat on the back from Amin and I. Yes. Okay. Um, but we also want to encourage other folks to join our Patreon tribe because um, things like this happen. Cash Money Mike, 
What product do we have sponsoring the show today? Well, today, what we have is we have... I, I don't have it here with me. Yes. Uh, K KB. I understand. Uh, because it's the pandemic and we're in short supply. That's right. Uh, and we just sent the last one out yes. right before I got here. They're flying I off the show. I went to the warehouse and yes. they were like, we have no more. Yes. We have to produce boom, them. Boom, boom, So boom. we were like, look, you just got to go there and give a demonstration. Yes. So today what is it? We have the uh, big bicep curling machine. Yeah. And uh, Benjamin Watson used it. Our yeah, the last guest. Vin Diesel. Also use it to get ready for his 18th version the, of Fast the, and the, Furious. The 118th version oh, of Fast and Furious. Right. right, yes, it is. So it's a bicep curl machine, and if you do five curls with this thing, you will have the biceps of Arnold Schwarzenegger in about 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And if you, and if, and if you get it now, we're going to throw in another one free of charge, but you're going to have to pay the shipping, which is about $129.99. That's right. But look, you don't have to pay for the bicep curler. You just pay for the shipping. <laughs> and so the thing about it is when you, when you let that $129.99 go from your bank account, what you have to think about is the fact that you're not paying for the actual bicep curling machine. You're just paying for it to the be shipping. delivered to you. That's right. So use you hashtag Southside Rabbis, the best podcast ever, and for a discount yes. like none other. You will get a discount like none other. It will be 2% off, ladies and gentlemen. 2% off. That is Listen, right. that is better than 0% off. That's right. It's 2% off. We're in the middle of a pandemic, so it, it might. Now, listen, we're at their back order. It might take about... Maybe 365 days, 12 months for it to get to you. <laughs> but it's going to get there. That's all we're, we're going to say. That's right. And if you order right now, $129.99 shipping, you get an extra one for free. You give it to your mom, give it to your brother, give it to your dad, give it to your cousin, give it to your best friend, give it to your dog. It makes a great chew toy, strengthens the jaw muscles and the throat. So we just wanted to let you know that the big bicep curling machine it, I, I know we say it's a machine. It's not really a machine. It's really a device. It's a device. But when you put when you put machine on the end of it, it makes it seem like a, they're going to call you a machine. They're going to call you a machine after that. Now listen, this only works the biceps though. If you want to work the triceps, you're going to have to get the big tricep curling machine. That's right. We haven't invented that yet, but it's That's coming. Right. So you, yes, we just want to let you guys know Absolutely. about that. You're going to walk. You may your arms might be a little bit disproportional because if you have a big bicep and you don't have a big tricep, <laughs> it's it's going to look a little weird. But the fact of the matter is. You're going to be stronger in the bicep area. So please make sure that you guys go and use the Southside Rabbi promo yes. code to get 2% off. We love you guys. Love you. And just stay on the lookout for the tricep curling machine that is going to be coming later. We love you. We love this God bless podcast. You. God bless you. And God bless America. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you are crazy, bro. Oh hey, man. God. Listen, so if you guys, you know, you know, get Listen. on the Patreon and then maybe we wouldn't have to give these kind of ads anymore. Yes, because the, the Patreon is stopping us from giving You feel what like I'm saying? Ads. Now, we had, there's a couple of other products that we had to turn down. It was hard. Oh, man. You remember the uh, the, the Chia Pet chicken sandwich? Oh, <laughs> We were gonna, we were, we were gonna push that thing. They were talking some real green. They were shocked, that, 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 pun intended. <laughs> so I, 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 I that, that's what they, that's what they were doing, and it wasn't an actual chicken sandwich. So you it was need to like, like, was, subscribe, right. and join the Patreon. Because I don't know if anybody wants like a chia. It looks like a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, and it has green grass. It just has out a chia pet coming out of the it. top of the bun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it looked potential to be revolutionary, but yet I, to be seen. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know about that. Speaking um, of so, God blessing America, uh oh, hold on to your butt. I'd like to take a moment to set the stage for this uh, episode? podcast, oh, this gosh. episode, with uh, a word from some highly disappointed but <laughs> committed supporters 
of Christian nationalism. Okay. Here we are. Why are you here today at the inauguration? I believe it by supernatural God that Donald J. Trump is the next president of the United States, that he won rightfully so, landslide, and wait and see the goodness of God will come upon it. Okay, he just, I think it just happened. That's okay. That so, is, that, that, but he just got sworn in. You hear it. You he hear he just got take, sworn in. He will not take the power. But now he is, the, he is, he is president now. He just got sworn in. Wait and see. Wait and see. No, no, but it just literally just happened. We heard well, the crowd here. That doesn't mean he is the president. That cannot happen. Joe Biden is president right now. You can admit that. No, they stole it. They're proclaiming it, but he's not the president. He's not God's president. But he's the president of the United States. No. Huh? I love how he said, but the crowd, we just heard the crowd cheer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it just happened. They just heard the crowd cheer. They yeah. just, he just got inaugurated. He's president. No. One more voice from, um, one more clip from inside of the Capitol insurrection. Jesus Christ, we invoke your name. Amen. 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 You know what that's called? That's called another gospel. That is exactly what that's called. That's called another gospel, bro. Exactly what it's called. A lot of people will look at what we just saw and immediately distance themselves from it. Right. They'll see somebody holding a sign that says Jesus saves and using it in relationship with the sovereign will of God for a man to be in the the uh, White House mm-hmm. and say there's something wrong with that. Right. Or I would never do that. You and you gonna see me outside of Starbucks mm-hmm. denying reality as people are applauding <clears throat> an inauguration. I'm saying that somehow that's not actually happening. Right. A lot of people have this have have uh, at least enough discernment to say I would not do that. They'd also look and see. You know, Braveheart's cousin, the QAnon shaman, the praying. QAnon shaman praying about white light entering into the, the nation and how this is a while they are committing uh, felonies, saying and that this is peaceful calling and it harmony. peaceful and harmonious. He, played, he prayed about peace and harmony, right? While they did the exact as you destroying property, harmony. stealing, right, right, and then invading, mm-hmm. right, and you're calling that the work of unity in your mind and a success. Not just for America, but for Jesus. And his will, right. And his will, right. 
you would, a lot of people would look at that and say, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But if you do that too quickly, you will miss the ways that many of our beloved brothers and sisters throughout this nation are actually influenced by the exact same thing that led them to that Exactly. Place. They may not they may not get to the same place. You might not go there. But you but you but there are some ideologies that you have, there are some beliefs that you have about God right. and the country and America. Because here's that, the reality that, that aligns with the folks that actually ended up storming the Capitol. What we saw happening there can be easily understood as Christian nationalism, and that's what we're gonna talk about here mm-hmm. a good bit today. Right. But recognize that those individuals took Christian nationalism to its logical conclusion. Exactly. It was the, it was kind of the it pinnacle. It went from verbal to physical for them. Right. So they aren't just talking about it, tweeting about it, and lamenting about it on Facebook. Right. They actually took all of the things that, that Christian nationalism is and they put boots on it. Yeah, they embodied it. They embodied it. They followed the, they followed the lead of somebody that certainly incited it. Mm-hmm. They have been brewing for brewing this anger and uh, sort of disillusion, really, right. for months and months and months and months, mm-hmm. and they put some teeth on it. Right now, the question is: though you would not see yourself in Capitol Hill, right? Are we going to be able today to dissect Christian nationalism and find some of the Christian nationalism that led them to the hill in you? Right. Okay? Right. Because there is indeed a silver lining. That's not the right phrase. A underbelly, an undercurrent. There's a flavor and a vibe Mm -hmm. that exists in that prayer and in that sister standing on the corner with a Jesus save sign. Proclaiming that Donald Trump won the election. Not while, proclaiming the gospel. Right. You're holding a Jesus save sign, not preaching Jesus. Right. Not talking about Jesus at all, except to use him as a mascot. Right. To endorse right. your will for who is the pre- who becomes the president of the United States right, right, right. and conflate it with his own will. Right, right, That's right. the only way that God was used in that whole conversation. Facts, facts, facts. You God see, is a utility he's a to utility. what you're trying to do. He's an accessory right, and a mascot. Right. That's why he's a mascot representing a cheerleader, representing and parading your ideas right, of right. politics right. and faith and That's ideology right. being conflated together. Right. That's Absolutely. what it is. Absolutely. It, 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 he, it, that eclipsed his own message, which is the gospel of Christ and the kingdom. Which is <clears> crazy <throat> to me, bro. On a very simple, before we get into anything, bro, before we actually peel back and start to talk about what these things mean practically, can we admit that there's something crazy off for you to be a pastor mm-hmm. standing in front of your congregation for 45 minutes preaching about the founding fathers and talking about how they had this Christian influence and how we're a Christian nation and how God is uh, 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 God is leading politicians, not pastors, disciple, uh, disciple makers or prophets or preachers, right. but politicians to bring the people back to him. Do you see that there's something odd about that when there's no gospel anywhere? Right. Because it's a different gospel. It's a, it's a whole different gospel and it's another religion altogether. Right. Christian nationalism is a different gospel. It's a whole other religion altogether. Facts. And it preaches a different Jesus. Facts. And I just want to, I want to be clear that just because we would not storm the Capitol or stand on a corner holding a Jesus save sign mm-hmm. does not mean that we are free from the influence of what Christian nationalism is. Right. We have been talking about this 
over and over and over and over again for the last four, five, six years. So true. That there's something concerning about the way. Let me just tell you the quick antidote. I, about, you know, a year ago, um, almost two years ago, my son was in preschool, okay? He was at preschool at a church um, that was uh, uh, not too far from my neighborhood, I saw that it was a a preschool that was focused on it was it was at a church so they were focused on Jesus and the gospel and they were teaching the Bible and all of that jazz. So I said, yeah, of course that's the place I want to have my baby at, right? Mm-hmm. So we paid the money to get this baby get get KBJ get this in, baby in get there. this baby get the, get this baby in there, cook. <laughs> so KBJ is there and um, I. Did not appreciate much about the school until I uh, got to go up there and sit and look at the curriculum and talk with some of the teachers and observe what was happening. Let me tell you what I saw. First of all, there was no black people there. (laughs) That's number one. That doesn't make it wrong, but it does make it concerning. Right. Okay. There, because it wasn't as if there's no black people in Tampa. In the neighborhood, right. Right. Or in the area. Or right. in the area. Right. So that I, I noticed that there was a particular cultural expression here that was dominant, right? right? Mm-hmm. The other thing that I noticed uh, uh, is that within the bot, the, the student body, for example, there was this, uh, this instance where my wife was dropping off KBJ for class. Mm-hmm. She walked in with my son, who was also entering the classroom with another Indian little boy. Right. Both of them. In fact, the Indian boy was dark, is darker than my son. Right. They walk into the classroom, and one of the, the, the children, a uh, young Caucasian um, child, looks at my son and looks at this Indian boy and says, Wow, two blacks. Wow. Now, here it goes. I hear that, and I say... Two coloreds. <laughs> ah, two Negroes. <laughs> right. I look at that, and I say, well, one, I want to talk to the teacher. Yes. I want to know, how do y'all respond to stuff like that? Right. Now, the teacher responded with two things. One I thought was really good. She said, we want to be very clear that we teach the image of God here, and God made you know all kinds of right. different people right. and things of that nature. Right. The second thing she said was, and I think she probably spent more time on this, is that the kid didn't mean anything by it. He didn't mean anything by it. He's it wasn't just, really. It wasn't. He's not a racist, or mm-hmm. don't think racism or anything like. We don't have that issue here. Right. We are past that. We just had a bit of a slip of the tongue. It was here. a snafu. That's right. Right. No snafu. Right. right. And what that said to me is a lack of awareness. Because, right. bro, whether you like it or not, whether he meant something evil by it or not, there is something happening mm-hmm. where two brown kids walking into a classroom, for some of the kids in the classroom, seems off. Right. It does. This is not normal. It's noteworthy. Right. We got to point it out. That we got to point it out. It's salient. What does that mean? Let right. me tell you the other thing that I, that I noticed. When I went to the performances, when they would put these um, awful, God bless you, I love seeing my baby up there singing, and uh, but, you know, as a musician, I just had to just, you know. <laughs> Tune out all of what you knew about, <laughs> about great music. and I said, what should I tell my son? Did I tell him he sung great? I just, I, what I did was I found the things that I did enjoy about it. <laughs> baby boy, the way you stood up there, like a man of valor, some kind of soldier of some kind, bro. Like, like that's my boy right there. Daddy, what'd you think about the song? Well, you know, could have been better. You know, they, you know. Joking. Anyways, I'm joking. But anyways, <laughs> that they sung for. I, I watched several classes. I mean, it was like ten performances, and it was like an hour long. Mm. And I kid you not, Mainzy, 
It was an hour long of singing a song to God followed by a song to America. And once you got about 20 minutes Just in back, of hearing back. song to God, song, song to America. America, song to God, song to America, song to God, song to America, it sounded like one song, bro. Mm. At that moment, I said, not only is my child never, ever stepping foot back into this space, not, right. not, and, I, and I'm not sending my, uh, my, my younger one to this, I need to find an experience for my children that reflects the reality of the world, right. which is a globalizing country. Right? right? It is a diverse space with different voices and experiences that are brought to a child right. so that they can be shaped in the way and prepared how they should be. Obviously, then baking that in character development, mm-hmm. focus on God, things of that nature. And that became our uh, our focus. And by God's grace, we end up finding that. But right. let me just say, what that said to me, Mainzy, is there is a legacy across the Christian experience in this nation that is constantly feeling like we are not truly being purely Christian if we are not focusing on what we perceive as being purely American. Right. Right. And if you see that particularly in dominant culture spaces, it is always leading to a set of ideologies that often are not good for us. Because here's the point. Martin Luther King and Frederick Douglass, for example, Mm -hmm. these are individuals who were American patriots, who loved their country, that were serious about it. Or Uh like James Baldwin Like James Baldwin said, James Baldwin was also a patriot. Lovers of the country, but that love for America led them somewhere different. Right. It led them to rebuke the country for not being Christian, right. not to sanitize, justify, and then in some ways exalt the country as, as Christian. Christian. Right. Right. Two different experiences. Right. Which says to me that you don't need to be the, the QAnon shaman. No. You don't need or the to, conspiracy theory Infowars Alex Jones War Planet guy. You could laugh at them all day right. and have Christian nationalism running through your veins in ways that are imper- imperceptible to you. Right. But that doesn't mean it's imperceptible. So, or it else. can be seen. Right. Right. And I hope that we can talk about that today. Yep. I hope that we can notice that too because I think that us as Christians we more than anyone else should understand that there are things in our lives that we can be advocating for or be influenced by that are imperceptible to us right. because that's how sin works. Right, 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 right. Our depravity could be so deep that we can be caught up in things right. that are imperceptible to us, but they right. can be perceptible to others. In right. fact, it's one of the ways in which God uses the church to sanct- to, 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 to help us in the work of sanctifying one another through the spirit of God that lives in us by us being able to see something in one another that maybe you don't see or I don't see and be able to bring it to you and say, Hey, this is what is going on. Right. 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 And you may not see it, but this is what's happening. Right. 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 That is one of the ways in which we are sanctified. Right. Again, this gets back to what I said about when we talked about racism before, when we said, when I said that some of my white brothers and sisters in Christ believe that there's no way that they can exhibit racism because if they, without them seeing it themselves, right, right, there's right. no way that I can be racist because if I was, I would know. I would know it. Clearly. And that's, and, and, and right. I, and, and I would say if racism is a sin, which we would say it is, is a contextualization of what the Bible would call partiality. Amen. Then that means that you could possibly be committing it right. or or dipping your feet in it. Right. Or way backstroking in it for right, all right. that or for all that we know. Facts. 
and it could be imperceptible to you. Right, and right, we believe right. that about every other sin. We right. believe that about pride. Yes. We believe that about, mm-hmm. we can believe that about certain lusts that we have, right. greed. We could be like, man, I, I didn't notice that I right. was, you know what I'm saying? Right. But we don't believe it about something like racism right. or we don't believe it about something like Christian nationalism, which right. becomes idolatry. Amen. And we, and, and we say, if I was do, if I were doing that, I would know because this is what racists look like, or this is what Christian nationalists look like. They look like the QAnon Thank shaman you. That's exactly guy, what I was gonna or say. they look like, or they look like the people storming the Capitol, right. or they look like and all racists the, wear uh, pointy white hats. R- r- right hats, or they yes. say explicitly racist things right, like right. black people are stupid, or right. they're inferior, they're they're explicit white nationalists. They right. they carry Confederate flags or Nazi flags and right. and wear Camp Auschwitz T-shirts, right, which right. is what people some people in the Capitol had on right 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 um but if but because that is what I, my version and my perception right. of what races look like I am not that yeah. and what we are saying is that I think that you got to slow your roll a little bit mm. because we understand that sin works in a way in which these things could be th- these could be things that you are actually influenced by right or have a hand in and it could be imperceptible to you. Facts, facts. And if you are a Christian that believes that this is the way that sin works, right? Because we've all seen it in our right. lives, then you have to be open to the idea. Yeah. That may I need to be open to to, to see to examine myself and see right. if this could possibly right. be me influencing you. It could be, could it be influencing yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me look at my theology. Let me look at what I believe about America, the Bible. Right. How what I believe about them together. Right. Do I should I believe them both like together? Right, right, right. Should I run the ideologies together? Right. Um, and and be able to take self inventory and say, let me actually let me actually be honest with myself. Right. And ask myself, right. is some of this in me? Right, right, right. I think that that should be the posture of all Christians. Facts. If it's not facts, then it, it then it is a very very clear sign right. that we are not as humble as we think we are right 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 and we do not understand sanctification as much as we think we do yeah because if we do we would know that the Bible makes it very clear that self-examination is a part of our daily lives right 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 of, it's a part of the daily life and the daily practice of what it means to be a Christian and a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Right, right, right. You are a sinner, right. which means that you need to be constantly examining yourselves and see, right. I need to, and I need to examine myself and see which ways sin could be actually expressing itself in my right. life in ways that I know and I'm suppressing or in ways that I don't even know right, right, because right. sin is terribly deceptive right. and it's very good at blinding me to my own right. uh, garbage. Facts, you know what facts, I'm saying? Facts. So yes, let's, let's, no, do, let's do that. That's powerful. And I, I think that um, what you're getting at uh, is important to frame this conversation, right? Um, because I have found, even as I have been thinking through and studying and talking to folks about Christian nationalism, I have found roots of it in myself. Oh yes, like I, th- I, I think it's hard for any Christian in America not to have it because you're. We've been baked in this in a, a certain set of traditions, right? That no one's even asking, should we be doing or thinking this way? Right, right. right. And it shows it, it begins to like express itself when you get into a, a particular set of issues. So let's just start with this, my guy. What is Christian nationalism? Yeah. Um, I well, there's, can, there's many different there's many different definitions yeah, of, yeah. of how people would define Christian nationalism. Yeah. Um uh I think that for me, I would Start to def- I would actually define Christian nationalism um, in one of one of the ways in which I've seen it uh, defined before, and uh, that is that the success of the United States right. is part of God's plan. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. So 
God's part of God's will and mission right. is not is not only uh, to redeem people, <laughs> right, 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 right. But it is, and not, and not only the success of his children in believing in him, but it is it is the success of the nation of it, it is the success of the United States, right. So part of God's will is the exceptionalism of the United States, right, 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 and for the United States to be successful, right, powerful, right, dominating, right, um. And to reign victorious, right, right, almost over every other nation, right, right, or right. at least stand standing on its own, right. But I I look at Christian nationalism as a way in which people are conflating God's will, right, with the will of uh, a, a nation or a right. certain political party, sure, sure, and, and, and God's biblical principles and ideologies right. with the cer- with certain ideologies of a party, facts, 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 and when you conflate them together. And say that one endorses the other. This Facts. party endorses God. God endorses this party. Right. Or this party endorses the these biblical ideologies. Right. And the biblical ide in the biblical ideology, the principles here would show that God endorses these folks. Right, 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 right. Right, this group of people. So I look at Christian nationalism as the conflating the will of God with the will of a a party Facts. for the success of a nation. Facts. Facts. Um, and that there's many different tenets that flow from that. Right. Um, and there's vi- and there's many different actions that flow from that including who you should vote for how you should vote what you should right, believe right, about right, right, right. certain po- uh, uh, political w- w- what you should believe in regards to policy sure, sure. all of those things yes so, yeah. God's Christian nationalism Christian nationalism is God's is, is taking God's greatest priorities and mapping them right on your country. Right on the country. That right. your country's or the gra- countries. Yeah. The, or, because it's Christian not just nationalism America. hasn't just been in America. It's right. not. It's any nation that has seen that sees itself right. as the special interest interest group for the kingdom of God. Right. That when if you could step foot in heaven right now and and really assess the the burdens of the Godhead. Right. At the top of that is your nation. Right. In particular, at top of that is America. Right. That what God is trying to do is rule and reign uh, and bring the world to himself through America. Right. And God, that, yeah, and God acts and God acts as if though he has a covenant with the nation. That's right. He has a covenant with you. Y'all are in covenant you. together. He has a unique, special, um, uh, unmatched relationship with you and mm-hmm. your country so that when the country does well, that's God's plan and purpose is doing well yeah we saw this very clearly with the um with what happened in, in hawaii hawaii yeah right when there was this this takeover of a of, of a uh of, of land and a people who were living uh uh, in, in civility and and sort of uh, mutual respect with the, with America for a long time. Right. There was this sort of we were, were trading together. We were uh, helping each other. Had a good working relationship. There was uh, all these reformed Christians that were in Hawaii helping to win uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, the quote unquote natives mm-hmm. uh, to Jesus. There was churches being built. There were all kind of Hawaiian missionaries who were then evangelizing these American. It was this sort of symbiotic relationship that was. Going going well until America said, you know what would be nice is if we had a base Mm -hmm. that was literally situated in the middle of the ocean, that if we ran all of this, then we would be able to rule this whole hemisphere. Right. That was the interest of the nation. Yes. And literally I saw that word over and over again when I was reading the explanations for why many Christians were supporting the forcible takeover of the Hawaiian people 
They said we must protect America's interest at all costs. And that yeah. and our interest. It is in our best interest to own this land. And 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 that interest is birth in the inception of America because we see this in the 19th century with Manifest Destiny. Manifest Destiny. Manifest Destiny right. was the idea that it was God's will for America to be exceptional right. and have dominion. Right. So as America started spreading its dominion, especially across North North America, right. that they had God's blessing on top of that right, and right. it was God's will for them to do it. Right. It was like I forgot what movie it was when they were um when they were like doing all of these crazy atrocious acts and they went before they they would do it they would kind of yell out god wills it and they would just do it and, and it was like it was like uh uh it was like a uh it was like it was like an affirmation to themselves that right. god wills this therefore i'm justified in whatever i'm, I'm about it. to do because god wants me to do yes. it so that's what manifest destiny did it said that god it is god's will for us to spread to, right. for us to for us to maximize Facts. our land and 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 to have dominion Facts. and that means that we started taking land from right, people right. stealing land Facts. from people Facts murdering people from their land right. and we have we convinced ourselves that it was God's will for us to do it that's why he gave us the success in it Thanks. and that's why we did it we did it in the name of and God and it worked and it worked and that's what, which means that if it worked right. it means that God must God have been with it. us which we know that according to scripture just because you have success does not mean that God is with you. You, read, know, you can read Psalm 73. You can read everywhere else that the wicked succeed a lot. And yes. it does not mean that God is blessing them. Facts. Because in the end, they meet destruction. Facts. So, but because you got to stand before Him at some point, right? But and, and uh, but again, thing. a manifest um, destiny. It, it, that 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 idea that God is with us, and therefore we can do we can kind of do whatever we want in the name of God, and His will is conflated with the will of the right, nation, right, right, right. the good of the nation. We see that in the beginning. It's just one reality. Yeah. And you know, as the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. Right. Uh, Christian nationalism teaches that success covers a multitude of sins. Well, yeah. That as long as the outcome is us winning and dominating, how we got there doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter what kind of people we are. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if we had to crack a few eggs to, to, to make, make an omelet. omelet. Right. This is a part of what it means for us to achieve. Then they'll look at Israel. Uh -huh. Think about what happened with Israel. There was all kind of combat. There was uh, whole people groups that were wiped out in these wars over the land. Mm -hmm. So if if you map your nation to what's happening in Israel and God is somehow with, uh, uh, if, if God was with Israel, because those are his chosen people, he must be with us as we are doing Israel-like things <laughs> and destroying people's lives. Yeah. And one of the bad, one of the bad beliefs in nation, in, in Christian nationalism is that America is Israel. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's first, it's theologically inaccurate. Right, it's right, not right. true. There's right. no biblical basis for first it. First of all, you don't even understand all. who Israel is before you even get right. to yourself. Right. You don't even understand what God is doing, the redemptive plan of Why? Israel. Yeah. Why were the or why, what he was, why yeah. was there battles? Why does God say that he does not take any pleasure in the death of the wicked? Right. Why does he say that that his heart is goes towards the foreigner, the outsider? Right. Why is God this way? It can't simply be that he just wants his people to dominate, <laughs> be successful, and slam dunk on anybody Actually, else yeah. so the world can know that we have the resource, the money, the right. power, and the might. Right. That is not what Israel was, right. my guy. And, and let yeah. me tell you this: what destroyed Israel was not the fact that their military was weak. Mm -hmm. 
What this joint is real had nothing to do with the fact that their economy wasn't solid. Talk about it. Talk about it. Because they had some really good practices, and you got mugs in that thing that were empowered by God that they were defeating armies. I was about to say practices that came from God Himself. It it wasn't. It wasn't like. Let me tell you. We didn't have finances. They did not have a founding fathers that got together and put their brains on how this nation should be ran. God Himself told them how the nation should be ran. This is how I want you guys to handle economics. This is how I want you guys to. Treat each other. Yes. This is how I want you to treat foreigners. Yes. This is how I want you to do this. And, I, right, and it was right. a foreshadowing for what Christians should, what right, Christians right. should be doing, setting up for the kingdom of God. It Facts. was it, the, the promised land for them was a foreshadowing of heaven for us. So right, it was right, a, right. this is God Himself. Right. Was like, here's your constitution. This is how it works. Right. And here, what destroyed here, them? Here's it, the Bill of Rights. It wasn't the weakness of the military. It was not right. the weakness of the economy. The weakness for them, what destroyed them, was their idolatry. Amen. And it was their idolatry that was being manifest in how they treated people. And you and a lot of the times their idolatry came with adopting practices of who? The nation the that they were in. Not necessarily. Yes. In. It wasn't them bringing God's ethics and principles to the nation right. more than it was them starting to trust in the nation's gods and then yes. adopting them principles themselves. Exactly. And in the book of Isaiah, <laughs> in the book of Isaiah, God shows how they were mixing Mm. the nation's practices with their own yes he actually rebukes them for it talking about how y'all were making sacrifices yes right y'all are making sacrifices to me in the way in which you which i wanted you guys to do in the past but you guys are also mixing this synchronizing all, synchronizing it with all kind of stuff from the nation right and then and then you're and then you're you're you're, you're thinking that i'm gonna bless it that, yes. that, I'm, that i'm with it when you are when you are when you are taking your it's a, it's syncretism you guys right. are taking the values and the practices of right. the nation right. mixing it with the values and practices that i gave you Right, right, right. And thinking that they're going to work together, we right. see even in the uh, in the book of Kings, I forget what king it was that was essentially say, that was essentially mixing them both together as well. So you so you see that in the scriptures, what destroys Israel's is idolatry, and the idolatry is usually them taking on the ethics and values and principles of the nation, right, right, and then trying to say, oh, we're going to fit that in with what yes. God gave us. They're, they'll either supplant what God yes. gave them, or they'll mix it together, and God yes. is not cool with either one. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so, so we, you got Christian nationalists that would be like, we should not be a, a nation of, I don't know, Islam, right? right but, right, right. but then you have Christian nationalists that that are mixing your nationalism, right, with biblical principles, right, right, and and they're not the same, right, right, right. But, but go ahead. I, I think we'll get no, to no, that no, later. You're right. You're right. We're getting into it. I think. Uh, I, I think it's. I just want to quote Jesus for a second. Please quote him. Uh, because uh, he is uh, always right. <laughs> um, Mark <laughs> chapter seven verse nine. It says, um, uh, you have a fine way mm. of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. Okay. That's Jesus. That one of the things that is so uh, ubiquitous, bro, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the human experience is for us to maintain the way we see it with the way that we see things and then set aside what God has said, meaning doing what we think is right in our own eyes and then baptizing that in God's will and way. Yeah. We, uh, as our pastor would call it, it's called sanctifying rebellion, sanctifying rebellion. That's so good. Absolutely. And we, I think that what Jesus says gets to the heart of what we want to talk about here Mm -hmm. is that what Christian nationalism does. And we've given you a high, a sort of, uh, uh, 
kind of 30,000 foot up definition of what it is. It's this marriage between God and country. Mm-hmm. It's like God country. Right. It's not even God. It's not God and country. country. Or, or God and country. Or God and country. It's God it's country. God country. Right. Right. So to the and again, all kinds of things extend from that. Mm-hmm. But when you have this Christian and I'm going to be talking a little bit about a book that I want to recommend to you all. Um, it's uh, it's called Taking America Back for God. This good, is great book, good book. Great book. I actually just finished it um, yesterday. This mug gives you data. So if folks want to say to you, like uh, a brother that shall remain, shall remain nameless, re- remain nameless. We've already called him out. We want to beat him up too bad. Uh, people will try to suggest to you that this whole thing of Christian nationalism is a problem, but it's like a those on the fringe for the fringe. Right. And the reason why I started the way that I did was to address that. Right. Because what we see in the data, now I get your opinion, but if you can't sort of uh, underwrite your opinion with some scripture or some data, I'm not that interested in it. Right. But if what the data says, which goes right along with the, 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 the testament of scripture of how people are, how religious people are, that they often become so intertwined with the interests of the nation mm-hmm. that they justify all kinds of things. And there's a way, my guy, that we can know that you've gotten off when you've made light of the commandments of God. That's what Jesus says. Ooh. In order to, to keep your traditions, you have set aside what I have said. Right. So I want to, we'll spend some time on that in a second. Let me, not, let me not get ahead of myself. But the point that I'm making here is that the data makes it very, very clear that this is Christian nationalism is not a fringe issue Mm -hmm. that a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians believe that the constitution is about as inspired as the Bible. Mm. A lot of Christians believe that the attitudes that they have towards Muslims and gays is justified because they believe that they are wrong. Right. And I have no qualms with you whatsoever if you want to lay out a theological tradition that is orthodox and exegetically sound as it relates to sexual ethics Mm -hmm. and religions outside of our own. Amen. Let's talk about it all day. Amen. Okay? Yes. But the attitudes and the frustration and the ways that we want to approach those coming into the country, Mm -hmm. it says that our safety and security is far more important. I was at a reformed, I was at a theological seminar. I was at a reformed theological seminar. That's where I was at. Okay. I'm not saying RTS was was doing this. I was just saying I was there with a a, a lady that was a student there who was, who ran into myself and my wife in the, uh, uh, in the hallway. And uh, KBJ was about one at this time. And we were trying to teach him Spanish. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes. So we're walking through the hallway and this lady walks up to us, says hello, and then leans down and talks to, uh, to KBJ uncomfortably close running her fingers through his hair which is strange you have to kind of like you know gently say oh okay all yeah right, move right, her hand right right oh, no, you <laughs> and uh i say poppy say hola mm-hmm. and she says no it's hello i said no he hola is hello no, <laughs> yes she said she said no 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 it, this is america he needs to say he- hello and I, I said baby girl you you mind could you, could you take, take him take to the back? Just, Cover his ears. Just pull, pull him aside. I, I said, ma'am, ma'am, I mean, with, with all due respect, the English language is not superior to Spanish. And if you live in Florida, <laughs> you would be better off as a citizen right. if, if you spoke if both languages. If you knew languages. both fluently, right. 
And she began on this treatise, bro, that was with passion and conviction about losing the soul of who we are if we're not speaking English anymore. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. If 50 years from now, the national language is Spanish in America, nothing has been lost in the kingdom of God. Right. If we were all speaking German... <laughs> A hundred years from now, right? nothing will be lost in the kingdom of God. Do you know that the Bible is not originally written in English? English? <laughs> it's a God is, there is the zero words oh, that God has personally revealed to us bruh, of his name in English. Do you know that? Zero. And God didn't write the Ten Commandments on a tablet in English. Shit, what did it? Yes, exactly. What are you talking about? The, the Spirit of God wasn't speaking to those who were writing scripture in English either. And what are you saying as a... <laughs> Yeah, you're going to really be mad when you find out that Paul was hearing from the Spirit of God and it wasn't in English. <laughs> Goodness you're gracious. You're going to walk up to Paul in heaven talking about, so what's up, Paul? If you were, if you saw Who? Paul in real life and you said, hi, how are you doing? Paul wouldn't understand what the heck what you said. What are you talking about? <laughs> it ain't Greek, it Greek, it ain't Hebrew, it ain't Aramaic. So what are we doing? And But the thing is that you that what what that lady was doing, God bless her was a result of the influence of Christian nationalism. Absolutely. You have, you have taken traditions that may have a veneer of, or merit or value to them, but you've then taken that tradition and elevated it to Christian conviction. Right. That's what you've done. Uh-huh. This is the same, this is a similar vibe that we see with Paul when we talk about uh, eating meat to sacrifice to unknown gods. Bottom line is this, just because it's your conviction doesn't make it God's conviction. Right. He didn't just create America, he created every country, Absolutely. every nation. And if you want to talk about who he shows preference to, who is the profile of the preferred by God? The vulnerable. The vulnerable, the weak, the broken, yes. the foreigner, and if you, those who are outside of power, money, and resource and success. And if you want to get into traditions of the land and of a people then you can also look no further than the freaking jerusalem council wow talk about it talk about that it. that that made it very clear for jews that thought that these gentiles that were being saved needed to adopt jewish traditions and practices Facts. in order to be considered truly christian right 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 because guess what guess what was <laughs> because to be christian was also to adopt Jewish practices and traditions. Wow, 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 wow. Our nationalism right. as Jews right. is being mapped on to what it means to be a Christian. Right, right. And the Jerusalem Council said, hey, no. Right, 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 right. This has no bearing whatsoever on someone's salvation. Right. In fact, hey, Gentiles, continue to do what Gentiles do. Right. Just keep yourselves free from idols, sexual immorality, you know what I'm saying? Facts. The stuff that God says is bad. Yes, not the yes. stuff that the Jews in their traditions think is right, bad. Right, 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 right. The stuff that God has actually and, commanded. And vice versa. Right. Th don't don't feel like your Jewishness is it's, a problem. <laughs> because you because the, the way that you have come to know Yeshua right. has been through your Jewish tradition. Right. First of all, Yeshua was Jew Yeshua was Jewish. Jewish right. So and, the, and we're not the, saying the that point of the matter is that there isn't something better about Gentileness or Jewishness. The point of the matter of the matter is everything is about Jesus and reflecting right. Him inside your culture, right. inside your nature, your, your nation, and tr inside your tradition. Right. If you cannot grasp that, let me tell you what it does to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. If Christian nationalism is influencing the way you see the world. The data is crystal clear. Please read this. And the brother that wrote this book, I think we have a contact with him, so we'll probably have a, a longer conversation with him mm -hmm. uh, for our patrons, okay? Mm -hmm. What Christian nationalism does to the faith 
is it makes you a kind of person. Okay. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Give me talk about give it. me a second, bro. It makes you a kind of person. It makes you a kind of person that allies with a political power, a, 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 polit- a political party, a political side, and your alliance with them becomes ide- the identity of your existence. Mm-hmm. So when you think about how are we going to do anything about abortion? You only can think about in terms of who is president and what politicians I'm with. Right. When you think about how will we do anything about uh, influencing the sexual um, revolution or, or, or bringing our sexual ethic to the culture, you can only think about it in terms of how is the government going to put things in place to stop them from doing the things that we think they shouldn't be doing. And it usually comes from people that believe in small government. <laughs> But when it comes to small when it when, gov- when it comes to advocating, government, but when it comes for the morality issue, they, they they're huge. They're large. God. They're God. They're 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 almost like a god. Yes, this is. They are the ones that are going to save us. Can this, I say something really quick? I mean, listen, it. I am not in any way trying to say that what happened in Nazi Germany. I'm, I'm about to talk about this betrayal. book called Betrayal. Y'all should pick that up too. It's an amazing book, amazing book uh, that I happen to be reading in tandem with this other book and mm-hmm. seeing these connections. Right. Not to say that we're in Nazi Germany no. and, and that, that folks who are on the far right are Nazis, or some of them are, excuse me, neo-Nazis, right. uh, but, but folks who are sort of uh, Christian nationalists are by definition Nazis. But, what, but, but what we're talking about is, the, is, is what nationalism does This is what nationalism to does. everybody. The churches in Nazi Germany were fighting for law and order. Mm-hmm. They said, we need someone who's going to, we need a strong man to come in who's going to bring back law and order right. to this country. Yep. We also need a strong man to come in who's going to help us preserve our Christian identity. Right. Now, mind you, this is the churches in Germany. This is the churches in Germany. Yeah. We want someone who's going to deliver us our Christian identity, who's going to make sure that the gays, the abortionists, Mm -hmm. pay. Right. Those who are trying to corrupt our gospel centeredness, like the Jews who deny Jesus as the Son of God, they need to be identified. They need to be concentrated. Mm -hmm. Okay? They need to be annihilated. Mm -hmm. Because they're enemies of God. They're enemies of God. They also, here's the thing that's so interesting. Christians in Nazi Germany was a 95% Christian country when that happened. Mm -hmm. Meaning 95% of those who were in the country identified themselves themselves as Christian. 55% of the Christian Uh were Protestant. Mm. Okay? So you have individuals from rich theological traditions, Martin Luther, right. Swingley, Calvin. You got individuals who are very much influenced with European <laughs> especially theology. German, especially German theology. We're theolo- talking right. about Germany, bro. Right, right. We, we, we want to talk about that in the Reformation. You put yeah. their, listen to, read their gospel presentations, de- pre- uh, presentations, death, burial, resurrection, mm-hmm. wrath, sin, uh, salvation, forgiveness, sanctification, the glories of heaven, all of it solid. Right. All the things that, that I we mean and I would believe. Affirm. Right. Agree. Right. However, they wanted swastikas 
to be to be in their churches next to their crosses. They were fighting for it. Hitler stopped it. Mm -hmm, Hitler said we want a separation of church and state. The church, churches by and large, were upset about this. And it's not just the narrative of Nazi Germany is essentially that you know Hitler had his little elite Gestapo and uh, SS army, and they were doing these things, uh, uh, sort of betraying the the will of the people. Not the case. Right. There was only a small group of individuals that actually resisted these fools. Most people weren't just caving in. They were celebrating it. Mm. They saw, I could read you a quote if we had more time, that they saw this conservative nationalism that Hitler was bringing as the salvation of Germany. Right. It was saving It was saving the nation. From the liberals. Yeah. Make Germany great again. Make Germany great again. This, again, let me be, let me be clear. Saying it's the same. Not saying that saying, Donald but, Trump but, is, is Hitler. Right. Not but, saying that there's a bunch but of... But what we're saying is that the ideas of we are going to bring in this strong man to save our nation from the liberals. Right, 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 right. Is, is, is now the you're same. ignoring the fact that Hitler is a is a moral failure. Right. You're ignoring, throwing it out the window. And here's the thing: there was one group of faith. There was, there was a prominent group. Uh, there were minority, of course, uh-huh. in Germany that were that considered themselves to be a community of faith that resisted the Nazi regime. You know who they were? The Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> The Watchtower. The Watchtower. And you know the the, the the reason that they cited why they could not get down with this and they were being thrown into these camps along with Jews and others? They said because they could not give their allegiance allegiance to the nation. Mm. They were anti-nationalists. Right. So it opened their eyes. Right. To see. That, yo. <laughs> this is evil. This is jacked up. Right. 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 And what I'm saying is, again, I'm not trying to make a one-to-one comparison to Nazi Germany no. and what, what's happening we're in America. About how nationalism, but I am making right. a one-to-one comparison to what nationalism does, especially when it's full-grown. Right. When you have taken, when you have seen God, when you see God wearing a, a, a American flag on his, 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 his chest, or you see God wearing a swastika sign on his chest, when you do that, you begin to make room for all kinds of atrocities, all kinds of hypocrisies, all kinds of, of of wickedness is soon to follow because you know what it is? It's idolatry. Right. And that's what idolatry does. And 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 nationalism, Christian nationalism. Right. This is why we say that Christian nationalism is another religion. Right. It's not Christianity. It's not Christianity. It's it's another religion with the veneer of Christianity. Right. And it also is not the same Jesus. It's the Jesus that I actually uh, called the 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 one the one article that I wrote why Jesus is not American an American patriot. Right. I wrote that because of this very issue. Right. right? That it also makes Jesus a patriot. Patriot right. Jesus is what right, is right, what right, my right. friend Kenny would call him. Right. Um. And the and the the thing about Christian nationalism. Right. Is that Christian nationalism is as it is another religion those re- that that religion has a set of tenets right, to it right 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 and christian when it comes to nationalism christianity is just a tenet of the religion it's mm. not it is not the, the the religion is not Christianity in itself. Christianity is just a tenet. That's right. So if you're if you're a nationalist, you there may be some tenets like I I believe defend I believe in defend and um and praise and uplift the Constitution, right. the Bill of Rights. Right? Right, right. We venerate the founding fathers. Right. Right. To the point that 
you cannot even talk about their flaws. Or if you do talk about the flaws of the founding fathers, you quickly recognize it as just a mistake. He was a person of their time, right. and they were men of their times, and you yes. just kind of quickly move on, yeah. right? Um, and uh, you don't think you you kind of downplay their flaws, and you move past it very quickly. Right. Um, uh, they find no real fault. Another tenet is you not you don't really find any real fault and how the nation has come to be founded. So at the, the way that we have founded the nation, stealing and murdering, stealing land from people, murdering right, people, right, 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 you don't really find fault in that. You, you actually find great praise and victory in that, right? Um, it actually shows that we were conquerors right. and that we were ambitious and that right. we took life by the horns. Um, that's that's another one of them. Right. Um, there's a, a, another tenet in some people's that you always back the blue and you back the military, right, right, except right. for if they're going against your ideology like on January 6th, right? right? So... Um, and because you saw what uh, people were saying when they were storming the Capitol, we went to bat for you, we sacrificed yes. for you, we called, we laid our lives down for you, and everyone hated you, and now you guys are, are are trying to stop us from storming the Capitol. Right, 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 right. So now we hate you. There was dudes out there ripping up Blue, Blue Lives Matter flags. Mm, mm, mm. I can't tell you how many times I have seen people because you know I'm I'm kind of part of the gun community right, that right. I've seen people in that community have sleeve tattoos of We the People on their sleeves. Yeah, yeah, right, right? right. So right. this is this is kind of the tenets of what it means to to be a nationalist. Which another way you could put this is kind of what it means to be a patriot right 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 and another part of that tenet is claiming christianity as your faith because in nationalism in america right christianity is the civic religion right so the dangers about nationalism is that you are not a christian because of jesus in nationalism mm. you are not a christian because you had a personal encounter with jesus where you when he revealed himself to you yes you saw your sin you repented and turned from your sin and threw yourself upon the cross of christ for salvation right and restoration right and redemption right that is not why you are a christian you are a christian because it is what it means to be american oh. so your christianity is not necessarily the christianity of christ it's the christianity of the land of the land it's a tenet Right, right, a, right. Which is why you can see so many of these folks that claim to be patriots right that claim to be people that love america that will uh, uh, participate in all kind of ungodly things, like the storming of the Capitol, right, right. or like the prayer of that shaman, right. or, I, I can, or, that, or Charlottesville, or, for or, or example. Or Charlottesville, yeah. and you look these dudes up on Twitter or whatever, and they have Christian right in their right. bio. Yeah. Or you see pastors, that, worship like, like the one pastor that we saw that talked about, what was he talking about, Chuck Schumer? Yes, yes, he yes. He, he literally threatened Chuck Schumer and said, if you do something we don't like, they'll never find your body. Yep, yep. Like stuff like that. Yeah. You can see, you can see, you can see folks endorse even some of the things that Donald Trump has said or done. You can see some of these folks talk to their political enemies with the most disgusting, vituperative language that you will ever see. Right. And it and, and and none of what scripture says about the tongue and about respect and about loving your enemies and about wanting their redemption and any of that applies. Or persuasion. Though, or persuasion. Any of that applies though your bio would say that you are a Christian. Right. Why? Because the type of Christianity in which you believe in is not the Christianity of Christ. Wow. It's the Christianity of the land. Wow. And the Christianity of the land engages in what secularism engages in, moral relativism, that sets aside the ethics and morals of God whenever it is convenient. Mm. Specifically, that convenience is when you feel like the nation is on the line. Yes. When the nation is on the line, this if we boy, let this mug this slip, Negro spitting. if we let this mug slip through our hands and the Democrats get it, we will be in danger. So you know what? All bets are off. Right. We got. We have to do by any means necessary. Right. We have to preserve the nation right. from the control of the demonic Democrats. Right. Which means that you throw all of the principles of God out the window right. because the ends justify the means. Right. But as you talked about on our on our on our episode about uh, uh the post twenty the 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 
post uh, uh, I think it was the post election episode we did that the Bible makes it very clear that the ends never justify no, the no, means no, no, no. ever right, right, even right. when it seems like the means worked right 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 because because in, in the end you have to stand before God so the right. thing about Christian nationalism I'm sorry just give me a moment no, no, that's take your time. so deceptive is that Christian nationalism is a replica of Christianity. Right, right. It's not the real thing. Right, so right. it's like when we was in the hood and Tyrone in the street had the replica of the jerseys that we like. He had yeah. the throwback jerseys. They'd be $220 in the store or the new jerseys that's out right now. You might want a new Steph Curry joint. They're usually $150 in the store. Tyrone's selling it for $40. You're like, oh my gosh, right. this is this is a steal. I would never get this jersey for $40 in the store. Right. And you buy it and, and it's because it looks like the real thing. Yeah, it yeah. looks like the real thing. It right. feels like the real thing. Right, right. You wear it and you're like, oh my gosh, I got a steal. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, you didn't did not get a steal Tyrone got a steal <laughs> because Tyrone convinced you that the jersey that you have is authentic right, but right. it's a replica right, it's right. not the authentic version of the right, jersey right, right, right. And, it, and it took and it, it and what happens is either the jersey you start performing it and it starts breaking down that in ways that the other apart. one does it yeah. or somebody that has an authentic jersey or knows what authenticity looks like will say hey that jersey is actually not authentic yeah. it's a re it's a replica it's not it's yeah. not you you were taken why and, is Jordan making a muscle right or why is the stitching why is there why in the space between the stitching and the letter there's a string stringing them together right, right? Right, right, right because this is not authentic and what will happen with christian nationalism is you will put on that christian nationalism jersey thinking that it's christianity right and it is not yes yes and you think that you are rocking authentic faith and that's one i am convinced that that's that's a part of some of the people that will stand before jesus and say lord lord did i not right 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 right, right and he right. will say Depart from me, right, right, you right. workers of lawlessness. Right, right. I never knew you. Right, right, right. Right, because I I had the jersey. Right, right. I right. had the jersey. Yeah, I got you it. Saw, you saw me. You saw me. I had. I was balling in it. Right. It was a replica. Right. It wasn't the real thing. Right. And there were so many signs. And there were people that there came so with, that said, ca came to hey, you. we can't blue came, check prophets that. Prophets that yeah. came to you and uh -huh. said, hey, we can't authenticate this. It's actually not authentic. Uh -huh. And because of you one, because yes. of your your end goal, yeah. you stiff arm them. Yes. In reference to the jersey falling apart, mm -hmm. there's something about Christian nationalism that hurts people, bro. Obviously, it hurts people. For it hurts sure. a it hurts a nation. Right. It can break. What we saw with the Capitol siege is that these things are bad for the, the society, nation. Right. right? But it hurts you and your faith. Think about this, bro. We have in the last four years lost some brothers in our fellowship, meaning they left the fellowship, right. who we loved, respected cherished and get this my brother what we united over was supposed to be so strong that it superseded our racial differences everything it superseded our economic differences our educational differences ge geographical differences the whole thing about us both loving jesus and being made one by the spirit and being grafted into the body right that was supposed to be something that united us so uh profoundly mm -hmm. That the, the things that were different about us could not separate us. But this is what we saw more than not, my guy. What we saw was if you did not agree with some of these brothers and sisters on some of the, the packaged Christian nationalist uh, sort of uh, agenda. Mm -hmm. All right. So some of that conspiracy theory stuff. Some a lot of, of the yep. conspiracy, a lot of conspiracy theory stuff. Yes. 
a lot of the lot of, lot of the stuff uh so surrounding um how we ought to treat the other side mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. us taking things to uh, for in in their reality saying hey I understand you think that the Republicans are basically the pro life thing but my guy first of all I think you got some responsibilities to the actual work that you're not actually exercising right you don't give you don't you don't fight you don't disciple you're not trying to do anything to help people to be more pro life besides screaming at them right. on Facebook and voting for t- uh, once every four years. Right. When we started having these conversations, I watched brothers and sisters, dog, that were more willing to link arms with individuals who don't even believe in Jesus. That they were, let me put it like this. They would much rather be brothers with Ben Shapiro than to be brothers with Amin Hudson. Woo, that's true. Give me Ben Shapiro. Give me true. Thomas Sowell. Yep. Give me Jordan Peterson. Give me Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Has denied the resurrection of Jesus and Christ. So has Billy. And so has Ben Shapiro. Yes. And I'm talking about, wait, hold on. The fact that you're able to show up to these rallies, I mean, said it to me this weekend and I was dying laughing. <laughs> he said, bro, if you got to the rally and you were literally there because you just upset over the results, you want some answers. Right. You want to protest. Once you saw that, you know, you saw that Muggs is wearing Camp Auschwitz shirts and, and flying Confederate, Confederate flags. Confederate flags everywhere. You would say, I need to leave. I don't belong here. <laughs> and I, I, I would think that if you are, if if you have the spirit of God living inside of you, yes. and you were just overcome with emotion, yes. and you was out there, yes. and you saw mugs out there with Confederate flags, Camp Auschwitz shirts, other neo-Nazi flags and garb, right. you would say, I don't think that this is the place right. for me. Yes. If all of these people are here, yes. how are we here uniting Bro, over over the same thing? When we went to uh we went to uh several protests uh yeah. um a year ago, mm-hmm. if I would have got there and I saw people talking about roasting uh pigs in the blanket and all the stuff that, that gets we, we would have been like, This is not the place it is for t- us. Hey, get the car. We thought that we could link arms, but obviously there's some differences that are so uh Beyond expert, right. they're beyond co-belligerence. Okay, it, it was funny because my friend who went to one of the protests in Tampa, yeah, he said that he got out the car, him and his friends, yeah, they they said they were walking up to like where one of the protests was, and next to them was was these two white dudes with like these Molotov cocktails, and he said, "I don't think that we're at the right place." <laughs> I remember he told me he was like, "We're not here for Just that." That simple. I, th- I I I think that we need to. I think that and, we and, need to and leave. This is the point. The point is this: <laughs> the fact that one of the things that Christian nationalism does to folks is it allows them to make wide compromises mm-hmm. and to link arms with individuals who don't agree with them on what life is all about. Which is the gospel. The gospel. That they can see themselves as brother and fellowshippers with those folks over the individuals who disagree. That they would they would not stand with Trump. They would not stand with many of these policies. But they stand with you on Jesus. Mm-hmm. That it's easier for you to link arms with those folks than it is for you to continue to link arms with someone like that. Right. That says to me that, as Jesus said in Mark, you have set aside the commandments of God to make room for your tradition. Right. That's what you're doing. Right. And what we have to do, my guy, is take assessment. What are the things that are showing up in our lives that are manifestations of the influence of Christian nationalism. Uh, one of the quotes that I wanted to read in reference to following, following up what I, what I mean said from uh, this Taking America Back for God, um, he said, put simply, Christian nationalism does not encourage high moral standards or value self or excuse me, 
Put simply, Christian nationalism does not encourage high moral standards or value self-sacrifice, peace, mercy, love, justice, and so on. Nor does it necessarily encourage. Uh, nor does it necessarily encourage conforming one's political opinions to those that Jesus might have. And that's what we've said. That's what that's what we've always said. The problem with Christian nationalism is right. right. And that's how we can discern where we're getting off. Right. When the things that Jesus is a champion of becomes a side issue. To you oh the things that jesus or or it becomes an issue that goes against your ideology altogether facts so if jesus is championing the vulnerable yes and you see other people championing the vulnerable and that championing championing of the vulnerable just means nothing but socialism and communism to you and you need to silence it right You've gotten away from Jesus. You're probably believing the gospel of nationalism at that point. It's the gospel of nationalism all day, bro. The gospel of nationalism makes us worse off, bro. And 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 let me just make this last. Let me make this last point, and then and then um uh and then we'll we we can uh, continue the conversation. One of the things that I found so challenging about the data, again, we can talk about your opinion and your perception. If you can't back it up with some data or some scriptures, I'm just not that interested in it. One of the things that this book argues is that the data is clear. If you are drinking deep from the well of Christian nationalism, they can almost to the T explain where you're going to stand on a number of issues. Mm. They know exactly where you are going to stand on the issues of white supremacy and racism. Right. They can tell you what, they can give you your talking points for you. Mm -hmm. They're going to tell you how you feel about immigrants, how you feel about immigration, how you feel about uh, border security. They can talk to you about all the ways in which you would lean in your political alignment with politicians. If you are drinking deep from the wells of Christian nationalism, they can tell you what kind of neighbor you will be hmm. they can talk about they, they, there's there's the data that is showing the sort of uh, the way your heart leans in terms of generosity and in terms of of of, of what sort of uh, individual that you will find yourself connecting with right 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 bro and as they have unfurled the data what we have seen clearly is that it's not just a white people issue okay mm-hmm. that christian nationalism is an ideology that supersedes a lot of times race. Race becomes a tenet of right. the umbrella. Right. Because it makes room to, to, at the table for, for anybody. Every, for everybody. Anybody that wants to come in and take arms for this sort of God-blessing America and nowhere else mentality that you can have space and room here to thrive. Right. And join the cultural war. Right. It, it the, the, the data suggests that we can tell where your greatest priorities are going to be. That you are going to see the biggest fight of the day to not be the fight of winning souls from Satan. It's going to be winning votes from Democrats. Right. It's going to be the liberals versus the conservatives. Mm-hmm. That that is in the data, bro. That that's where you're going to lean. But here's the kicker, Meansy, which encouraged me about this book. In fact, my favorite thing about this book is that the data also shows that if you are truly seeking after the things of God, like commitment in prayer, right? Commitment in Bible, mm-hmm. commitment. And worship, right? That the data suggests that you were less likely to be with any of those things, even mm-hmm. if, excuse me, not even if, you, if you find yourself as a religious committed 
person, meaning in actuality, not as a tenet of your nationalism. Right. But you're actually pursuing God in a right. real way. Right. That you are less likely to subscribe to all the things that I just mentioned. In fact, you'd be the opposite. The book argues that it's not simply the fact that you are evangelical, even though that's the way mainstream media would portray it. It's these uh -huh. white evangelicals that are essentially the body of what it is to support nationalism right. or Christian nationalism in this country. Right. First of all, <laughs> you don't have to be a Christian to actually be a nationalist. Right. There's many non. There's many of them the out there that are argues, not Christians. Yeah, the book argues very profoundly that nationalism, it, though it is Christian nationalism, because Christianity is Christi Christianity is a tenet of nationalism. Right. That does not define who these people are right. by and large. They're not defined by Christianity, not right, biblical right. Christianity. So They're you, defined by nationalism. You can be you can be a Muslim and right inside of this national right. Christian nationalism and fighting for the tenets. You can be black, brown, it doesn't matter. You can be right in there. The other thing too is depending on where you stand with nationalism, your color often becomes a secondary issue. Mm -hmm. Because if you're nationalistic in white, and of course, in white evangelical churches, nationalism has taken its strongest hold. Exactly. So you're going to obviously we see find it more being, of it there. Yeah, we see it being taught more. But if you're a white and evangelical and a rejecter of Christian nationalism or a resistor mm -hmm. of Christian nationalism, you will find yourself completely disassociated with all of the, the sort of moral failures that you see residing in Christian right, right. nationalism. Let me just read this to you. These patterns here right. are, are, are crystal clear in the data. Read it. Believing that illegal immigrants from Mexico are mostly dangerous criminals. If you have an underbelly of Christian nationalism, you will look at that positively. But if you do not, if, you're like, if you truly are a religious person that is leaning into the things of genuine faith, you will look at it negatively no matter what your race is. Mm. Believing that immigrants take American jobs. Christian nationalism nationalism positively associates with that. But if you are committed, church attender, religious, genuine, in your faith in some ways, you are less likely to actually associate with that. In fact, you look at that negatively. Right. Same thing with believing that American birth, American ancestry, the ability to speak English or a lifelong residence are very important for being truly American. Christian nationalism, affirm positively. No matter what your race or where you're from, if you reject Christian nationalism and you're religious, you will find yourself rejecting that. Same thing with uh, not being comfortable with, your, with a child of yours marrying a black, Asian, or a Latino. Christian nationalism, you're you're, you're, yes, I'm, I'm with the, the, the discomfort that goes along with that. Right. But if you are on the religious end, truly trying to seek this thing, you find yourself relating to that negatively. No, that's ridiculous. Right. But it goes on and on. There's a, there's a whole bunch here. Right. Of all these things that categorize, categorize the culture and tradition of Christian nationalism that are utterly rejected by those who are truly seeking God. Brother, that was good news for me. It is good news. Because <laughs> what it says is Christianity is actually not the problem. You all have hijacked the name and you have baked it into your agenda and interests. But Christianity, yeah. religion, virtue, okay? Looking to what Jesus has said, that your concern is more with your self-development, purity, and holiness right. over what your neighbor is doing. In fact, you see your neighbor not as a project to sort of uh, convince that they're wrong about some political space that they're in or to see them as an enemy that you are fighting to win over to your side of conservatism. 
But you see, your neighbor is one that you want to love and or win to the gospel of Amen. Jesus Christ Amen. via the gospel, neighborly love and actions. Amen. Bro. Amen. Those individuals are actually not standing on this mess regardless of their color. Right. And that's what the data shows. That's what the data shows. And that's and that and, and also just to piggyback off of what you said. Yeah. Uh he he says here he says take for an example showing respect for American traditions as we show in chapter 2 those who hold more strongly to Christian nationalism are more likely to agree that people should be made to show respect for America's tradition one might expect from the church services we described above. By contrast, people who frequently attend church pray or read their sacred scriptures are actually less likely to agree with such a sentiment or consider attitudes towards race and policing, which we explore in chapter three. The more Americans adhere to Christian nationalist views, the less willing they are to acknowledge police discrimination against black Americans. But as people more frequently attend church, pray or read their sacred scriptures, they become more likely to recognize racial discrimination in policing. We find these same patterns when it comes to Americans attitudes towards immigration, environmentalism, refugees and Muslims, as well as expanding the fight against terrorism wow. and so on thus while christian nationalism is a significant part of american christianity the two are not one in the same Ooh. is what they make it very clear Bro. that american christian Christian nationalism is not the same as Christianity, which Thanks. is what we're saying. What people are believing in in that regard is the gospel of nationalism. And this is why the gospel of nationalism is 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 dangerous too. Right. Because the gospel of nationalism is also like the gospel but in its replica form, right, 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 has a story of redemption. It's right. it's a story of redemption. Wow, there's a narrative. Talk about there's it. a redemption narrative, right. right? But it's not the redemption of sinners saved by grace, right, right, right from right. you know Satan's destruction and the wrath of God. But it's a story about a nation saved by a political savior mm -hmm. from the demonic Democrats and the wrath of socialism and communism wow. and globalism yeah. and globalism. The 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 the, the it, it's about being redeemed from socialistic communistic globalism and and, and and that kind of rule right right so these are not the same thing right, 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 right christian right. nationalism has his own redemption story and that's what trump tapped into right 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 right. he trapped he tapped into it perfectly Absolutely, right yeah that's what make america great again represented right 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 it was and which was first coined by ronald reagan right maga was the story of redemption of the nation. That's right. That's what it that's what it embodied. Yes. Make America Great Again was the embodiment of redeeming Bringing the nation. It back. Bringing it back to what it was, what it was before. We used to be a great nation, folks. We were a great nation. I'm gonna bring them back. That's what that's what America that's <laughs> what that's what make America great again represented for people, right, right, right? Right, right? That's why I said Christian nationalism has its own redemption story. It does. Right? And that's why you had a lot of Christian nationalists that got behind it because it falls in line with the gospel of nationalism. Mm. That's why they got behind MAGA. Facts. That's why they got behind Make America Great Again. Because the gospel of nationalism has its redemption story. Yeah. And the redemption story of the gospel of nationalism is the, is the redemption of the nation. Right. And MAGA was about the redemption of the nation, right? right? right. And now, the thing about that is, though, it existed before Trump. Right. And it's going to exist after Trump. That's right. But Trump was one of the, like, premier prophets of it. Sure. He was the pro he was the Moses of it. Well, he, and he was in Trump in a lot of ways is the... Like like uh Jesus and John Wayne um author right. make, makes uh mm -hmm. profoundly clear in her book that in a lot of ways he was the manifestation of fulfillment of all we've waited for. That's what a dude that is willing to step to the step to the plate, mm -hmm. talk that talk, mm -hmm. walk the right. walk, right. and uh, and fulfill the kind of priorities of our agenda, bro. Right. Right. He does not he doesn't take 
He don't who, take. He don't take no prisoners. He will call you out. He will curse you out. And 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 uh, he also shares many of. And if, if you can, <sighs> we never got. We never got into the uh, um, making a big deal about convincing people that Donald Trump was a racist. We typically left that conversation mm-hmm. to others. Right. When we start, we start going right. back and forth about that. But let me tell you something. Racists love the things that came out of Donald Trump's mouth. Oh, that's what they would say. The that, focus. That, yeah. Most most <laughs> folks would say that. Most folks would say that. Everyone who supported Donald Trump is not racist, but all racists supported Donald Trump. Bro, yes, and, and at least the kind of racist, the, because obviously there are obviously racists on, on the left as well. Right, we're of talking course about there's race on the, the left. Racism on the left. The kind of exactly <laughs> the kind of racists that are afraid of Mexicans, that xenophobic, uh, that that talk, that use language towards black people that is insensitive and mm-hmm. unlearned. Mm-hmm. The kind of racists that hate, yeah, hate Muslims. Mm-hmm. Those kind of individuals who think that the Jews and big tech and, all, <laughs> the, and, and the globalists or some those kind of racists felt like it was a red meat shower when that man opened his mouth. Right, and that is undeniable. It's, it's, now, if you don't want to, God bless you, my dear Trump supporter. If you don't. <laughs> want to assign that blame to him because a follower somehow isn't responsible for his leaders. The shepherd has no responsibility for his sheep. If you want to go that way, well, God bless you. But let me just make it crystal clear. We've been down here on the ground. The day Donald Trump got elected, my homeboy, Mike Falabi, went to In-N-Out the day. In the, for the first time in California, a man walked up to him and called him a N-word. Right. In reference Trump's election. He embodied, well, I mean, because he Look emboldened. at all these videos. You can listen. You, you watch it. Listen, my guy, I know you're getting upset right now, but it's, listen, I love you. There's grace for you, but watch the videos. How in the world is there's this connection of people doing these atrocious acts of racist sort of uh, rage and, and monologues. And they shout out Trump like he's gay. And they game. show Trump America at right. the end of that. Right. At least in their minds, there is a connection. You know what the connector is? Christian nationalism. That's exactly what it is. And and the thing of and, and Donald Trump is the Christian nationalist Moses. Yeah. And yeah. he is here to lead them out of a democratic exodus. Right, 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 right. <laughs> because and, and, into nas- and into a promised land of nationalism flowing with milk, honey, and the tears of liberals. <laughs> That's 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 what he is. Because but here's the thing. Let me just say no, this. No, go. Let me just say this, cause I, and I know we gotta. I, I would like for us to spend the last part of this talking about how we, I, I, how yeah. we would want our tribe to to respond to, well, to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because brother, I, I I think one of the things about the gospel of nationalism uh-huh. and its heresy, right, is that it. Cannot save, bro. It, it is it, it, not yes. going to give us the kind of utopia we think. Right. And it is not in any way going to produce the kind of holiness in God's people, which without they will not see God. Right. Without holiness, no man shall see, see the God. Lord. Mm-hmm. Bro, when I think about what it is that we ought to be giving ourselves to, my guy, even if the best of your realizations, the best of your ideals and your traditions were to come to pass. Think about the perfect American setting, right? Think, I don't know, what, what was it for you, the 1920s, <laughs> 1930s, uh, where you had these soldiers that, that got home from war representing valor and strength, mm-hmm. and we saw all this mobility in the, in the economy and, and the middle class being and, formed. And, and, and there was mom and dad was at home. The best 
I'm talking the best president who has all the right values. Abortion is illegal. Gay marriage is, is, is not even a thing. Take a sliver of that. Take that America and put it under a microscope. And what are you going to find? Rank inequality. Right. Rank ungodliness. Right. Rank idolatry around patriotism. Racism. Rank racism. Because you go back to some of them days, it was literally explicitly Facts. by law, black letter law racism. Facts, bro. What are you going to find in our efforts around uh, you know, places that have not ran into us yet? What are you going to find happening in Alaska and Hawaii right. and Puerto Rico? What are you going to find happening in, in, in different places that we're trying to uh, establish military might in, like mm -hmm. islands that are occupied by people that we say not no more? It's our island now. What do you find at the exact same time, my guy? Mm -hmm. Intermittent camp camps with the Japanese, criminal, criminal, criminalizing certain drugs for Mexicans. What do you find happening in that sliver of time? Because a democracy that is running well-oiled mm -hmm. cannot bring the kind of kingdom that you think. Right. It never has and it never will. Right. Only Jesus can bring the kingdom to right. land. Right. Heaven comes to earth through the gospel, right. not through a perfectly oiled, well-regulated government. Yeah. And this is why what, what what folks are fighting for, and dude, and people's hearts are broken that their man is not in the White House anymore in a way that they think that all is lost. All of the tweets that are coming from people like, God bless you, John MacArthur, who are basically saying, it's over now for sure. The, <laughs> the liberals are in. The lions have been out or let out the cage. Hang it all up. Oh, my goodness. They got a transgender person leading here. They're saying weird things again about, about certain things happening in school. Like what happened in Obama. These bathrooms are under under uh, under attack again. All these things are starting to come into the forefront. And I share with you some of your concerns about those things. But brothers and sisters, if those things were not happen, happening, that isn't an indication that somehow Jesus is reigning over the land. It's Talk not. About it. Talk about it. It's not. At the end of the day, listen to these leaders as they are saying to you, all hope is lost, and look them in the face and say, not if Christ is still on the throne. We're just getting started. And, and, and The and, mission and, is about to really start. Right. We're going to continue to roll, my guy. Nothing's interrupted because the White House doesn't reflect the values that we like. That's so true. And at the same time, you'll look at, at you, you and, and think about the hypocrisy. Some of the appointments that Joe Biden is, is making— and that are falling under rightful scrutiny from people that uh, from the faith community who did not have any of that energy when when Donald Trump was appointing appointed more gay judges than any other president in the history of the United States. Right. Because what if this is not about truth? It's yeah. This Christian, is, it's a different gospel. It's about who is going to preference us by giving us power in the political square. But that's not the power you need. Yep. You need the power that gives you influence in the souls of people around this nation. Right. And you that's think what you right. need. And you thinking that you have power in the political square is what gives you power over the influence of souls in the nation. It's just not true because that is not how Christianity has grown in, in, throughout history. Facts, my facts, guy. Facts. Facts. We have seen Christianity explode when facts. we did not have power. 
power in, 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 in the nation. Facts. Not saying that having power in the nation is bad, right. but that's not what we should be vying for. Right, right, right. Now, do we want to influence nations? Yes. Yes. But we don't need the power of the nation. We don't need we don't need to have the the bathrooms the way that we want it Facts. in order. But if you are believing a, a, a gospel of nationalism, right, 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 then that is the promised land for you. It's the promised land. And 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 Ooh, and, 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 and that is the promised land for you. Wow. And in the gospel of nationalism, patriotism is piety. Right. Conservatism is orthodoxy. Right. right. And that view and that and that kind of American utopia is the promised land. Right. Right. And 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 when you see that, what you were talking about when you said about us being concerned with the souls of men was key. Mm. One of the key, and I, I actually thought about God bless him, John MacArthur. Yeah. About how. Think about how Christian nationalists didn't even a, a lot of the times did not show concern at all for Donald Trump's soul. Mm, how many Christian nationalists wow. did you hear talking about the salvation of Donald Trump's soul? Wow. It was more about the salvation of America. When John MacArthur got on that show and talked about how Donald Trump called him and he said that true Christians are going to stand with you. Yeah. This is the John MacArthur who was on Larry King Live decades ago talking about when celebrities would hit him up. What is the first thing that John MacArthur would always try to do with them? Let's talk about Jesus. Right. He didn't talk anything about saying that I'm going to evangelize Donald Trump over, oh. or, even, or even doing it over the phone. Right, right, right. He talked about what Donald Trump was going to do for America. Wow. That's what John MacArthur talked about and affirmed Donald Trump that true Christians will stand with you because you are doing for America what we would like you to do. Right. He talked nothing about D Donald Trump's soul. He talked nothing about the gospel of Jesus Christ and right. him repenting and turning away from his sins. Right, 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 right. He talked nothing about that right. because Christian nationalism has this is our guy. Right. And the goal of Christian nationalism is not the redemption of people's souls. Right, right, right. It's not. Right. It is the redemption of America, right. taking it back from the hands of the liberals and right. the globalists and the, and the communists and the, yes. and the Marxists, the neo-Marxists, right. and, 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 and Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. Right. That is the goal of, of Christian nationalism, wow. Wow. which is not the goal of Jesus Christ. That's not the goal of Yahweh. It's not the goal of the God of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob. Right. Uh, Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob yeah, yeah. is not the goal of the scriptures. We don't right. see that. That's not God's meta-narrative. Right, 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 right. And we are wasting our time, bro. This is, what I wanted, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to Romans chapter 12 yeah. real quick. And after you say that, I'll close. Yeah, Romans chapter 12, I'm, I'm, go, I'm probably going to read, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to start at verse 9. And I just want to just read this last night, and I was thinking about what Romans chapter 12 says. I'm going to read uh, verse 9 through 21. Okay. I'm going to do it real quick. Yeah. Um, I may not go all the way to 21. Paul says, let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those Come on. who persecute you. Yeah. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice, rejoice with those who rejoice. I mean, rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Mm. Right. Let's let, 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 let's not let, let's not get it twisted. That Paul says one of the ways that you live in harmony with one another is if you rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Yeah. Say that. Right. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty. But associate with the lowly. Mm. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. Mm. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, beloved, never avenge 
yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. Mm. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for by so for by so doing, you will heat burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. good. That is not the Christian nationalist message. It's not. Everything Christian nationalism has done is the exact opposite. Yeah, say that. I'm just being honest. Say Do it. not conform to the ways of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Paul also says in, yeah. in, in Romans 21. Christian nationalists are reacting just like the world, but with the veneer of Christianity right. on top. Right, 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 right. As we said, they sanctify yeah. their rebellion, yeah. right? Their unchristian actions, rhetoric, uh, and, and, and their ends justify the means narrative. Right. That's right. not being transformed by the world. That's not being uh, not conformed to the world and being transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's actually taking cues from the world and then putting Christian veneer over Facts. those cues, right? Right? And thinking that it's okay to use the stratagem of the world yeah. as long as we're doing it for God. Yeah. Paul says, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Christian nationalists curse those that, that persecute them. Absolutely. How yes. many? How much rhetoric have we seen of people cursing the Clintons, right, right. cursing the Democrats, right, calling right. them Democrats, right. seeing them as evil Satanists? Right. And then conspiracy theories that make them evil Satanist pedophiles, pedophiles. doing doing blood libel and all kind of sacrifices. Right, right, right. And it makes and it, and it also justifies your but your belief. I mean, your treatment, because if you see somebody as a demon from hell, that's right. They can't be redeemed. Exactly. You can't redeem a demon like an actual demon. That's right. They're the, beyond. But, but the part, but the problem with that is Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, the Democrats are not demons. They're people. That's right. That's right. That's they right. have souls. Right. Right. Which means that they are made in the image of God, which also means they can still be redeemed. Right. And if your goal is not their redemption. Right. But your goal is just to slaughter them. Right. Rhetorically. Right. Socially. And some even physically. Yes. Yeah. 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 Then you are not you are not preaching or believing in the gospel of Jesus Christ, but the gospel of nationalism. Mm. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Paul says, "I think Trump is the embodiment of the of the haughty." Sure, sure, sure. And I and I, and I can't stress the type of haughty behavior that I've seen by Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah. But the Bible said, "Don't associate with the haughty. Right. Associate with the lowly." Right, right. So right. that principle is. Is, is completely lost on right. Christian nationalism. Right. If you are going to sit here and tell me that Ben Shapiro, Steve Bannon, the Hodge twins, Candace Owens, Jordan Peterson, Dan Crenshaw, all of these people that you guys venerate are the lowly, then we have two totally complete Breitbart News, OAN, Newsmax, people from Fox. You're going to tell me that they're lowly. We have a totally different definition, and you have a totally different definition of what lowly is according to the scriptures. Right, 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 right. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. Christian nationalism looks to pay, looks to repay all uh, evil for evil. Right, right. We we will we will engage in evil tactics and repay you for the evil. You that's what a lot of Christian nationalism or says. potential evil. Right. If I think you might be doing evil by coming to this country as a as a refugee, I have to. Make sure you stay in your subjugation January, where you are. January 6th was, a, it was using evil to repay evil. Mm. They have taken stuff from us, and we are going to take it back. Yeah. Right? We are going to make them pay for yeah. what they did to us. Right, right. We are going to fight. That is... I, I don't understand how we're embodying embodying what Paul says in Romans 12 in a, right. in a, in a political theology. Right. Never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. Christian nationalism usually always seeks vengeance for themselves. Yes. They usually always seek to avenge themselves. Right. In fact, one could say that Christian nationalism is actually a movement of vengeance. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Right, that we are we that we are going to make those pay for who took those who took America it's crusading. Back to, it's, it's, it's the crusaders. crusaders. Those who t- those who took America from us, we're going to make them pay. We're going to take it back, and they're going to pay. Right, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed them. If he is thirsty, give them something to drink. For doing so, you will heap burning coals over his head. With the rhetoric that we have heard and seen people say about Democrats and liberals, it doesn't look like you have the kind of heart that is going to feed. And give drink to your enemy, bro. Mm. You want to destroy them. Mm. Mm. Right? Do not overcome evil by evil, but overcome evil with good. I said that before. In Christian nationalism, we have th- th- there's this moral relativism that says we will engage in evil as long as the ends is good. Right. The right. ends justify the right. means. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. The question is, do you see your political opponents as people that should be redeemed? Right. And if they should be redeemed, you cannot sit there and treat them as if though they are demons out of hell. Right. They or are roaches to be or exterminated. Roaches to be exterminated. Right. Because they are not demons. They are people right. made in the image of God with souls that God wants to save. Right, right. The question is, do you want their soul saved right. too? Right, right, right. Or is your raison d'etre, mm. your reason for your reason for living in existence is to just defeat your political opponents, and then to erect your own political power right. in its place to supplant them. Right. If that is the case, my brothers and sisters, you are not believing in the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are believing in the gospel of nationalism, Amen. which doesn't care about souls at all. Right. It and cares only about the soul of America. And you're not going to get what you want. And you it's won't not. get what you I, want. I think that this this whole, first of all, I mean, thank you so much for that, bro. Um, that's absolutely this is absolutely the way that we need to end this conversation is for us to look at what Paul has said mm-hmm. and the we didn't need the data to prove this right but it's amazing that the data does does suggest that if you give yourself to the work of being what Jesus says you should be it leads you away from this foolishness it leads bro. you away from national it leads you away if you actually give yourself to the true gospel it leads you away from false gospels that's what the gospel does what the Bible says <laughs> Yes. makes it very clear. Yes, bro. And I think it's it's powerful. I do feel like in this book, Betrayal, um, what was so challenging about mm. this in the front cover of the book it's is... It's crazy. It's it's even the front it's a, cover it's is a impactful. pastor basically throwing up the Heil Hitler um, salute among a bunch of Nazi soldiers. And you can look at the German church's complicity in the Holocaust and be horrified. Mm. Like how how in could they the do this? World where y'all literally singing louder when the trains carrying the crying babies of the Jewish people to concentration camps went by your churches. Y'all would just sing louder so you wouldn't have to hear it. And many of you were not doing it out of oh we just don't want to get you know, <laughs> if we say something we'll get in trouble. Right? You're not like gritting your teeth as you're doing it. Many of you saw this as good for the country. But brothers and sisters, sometimes what's good for the country may not be what you perceive it is. Mm. It may not be what everyone else in your camp agrees is good for the country. What's good for the country is always going to be what is excellent in the sight of God, man. That's what's good for the country, Don't we see that with Israel? What is good for us, God, is a king. We need a king. Yeah. 
Yep. We need Saul. Yeah. Hey yeah. guys, that's not that's what's not good, for, good you. for you. I have I'm already told you. I've already told you what is good for you. Yeah. No, we think we we think we know. Everybody else got a king. Yeah. They look like they're pretty good. Yeah. We need that too. Yeah. We need to be. It's we, like a, a boxer. We are not being conformed. We we are being conformed yeah. to the world. We're it's not like, being transformed. It literally, it's like a it, it, it's like a fighter who has a. Uh, he has a match coming up. He has six weeks to get re- ready for this fight, and he spends four of those weeks designing his outfit because he's got to walk to the ring, bro. He spends another week trying to pick the right song, and he spends about half uh, another four or five days focusing on the pyrotechnics that are going to uh, go off as he's walking to the ring, and he's not actually training for the fight because what you need is not to look good. You need to be good. Ooh. And what I want to say to our people, bro, as I think about, again, what we look, when we look back on history, what we've seen is sometimes everything that could have been imagined, bro, was happen in terms of the concert, not to say that conservatism is, is, uh, is Nazism, um, or, or, or to say that you're a conservative, you have some kind of proximity to Hitler, but the fact of the matter is that Hitler was a fascist who led... You know, if you look at the, well, the you see, Mar- Marxism, mm-hmm. Mar- Marxism takes you into these uh, th- these like ultra liberalism and yeah. socialist uh, communistic, but fascism takes you into this ultra conservative. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah I mean, there 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 and are, the results are usually the same for both. There were freaking there there were freaking genocidal maniacs on both sides of the aisle mm-hmm. as socialists and as these ultra uh, conservative uh, fascists. Ultra conservative fascists. We both, both, them, both of them there, but in both cases, bro, in both cases, you see strong men actually establishing the principles of the party. They're there. We got what we wanted. No one is, no, no, people can't, can't uh, 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 you know, the, the homosexuals are not, they're not reigning supreme. Not, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the media's doing, saying the things we want them to say. That abortion's illegal. You know what I'm saying? You, you were able to get some of these things, bro. But if it is not being held up with an essence, an ontological purity, bro, that is buried into something that is in the holy, in the supernatural, in the divinity, I'm talking about God. If it's not buried in that, that stuff will always just be a cover for oppression. And that literally has been the story of history. And here we are getting to be different, looking at the mistakes of the churches that have preceded us and say that we don't want to just look good through power. We want to be good through virtue. And that shows itself in the things that Paul said, bro. Amen. My last antidote, and I'm done with this. Do it. As we think about the issues of, of marriage and, and traditional marriage. And I think the Bible is absolute. I believe the Bible is right about its stance on uh, on what God would ordain as marriage. Amen. Amen, bro. Fam, if you are on the corner waving a flag that says traditional marriage is the only marriage at a gay pride festival, and then a few years later, you go home and divorce your wife. Shut up. I'm sorry, bro. Shut up. Mm. You think that the way that you persuade people of the glory of traditional marriage is by screaming at, 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 at gay married people or working as hard as you can in Congress to make sure that they can never do it? You think that's how you show that traditional marriage actually is 
something glorious and beautiful wow. and advantageous? Wow. No, 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 no. You don't show it by your politics. By rhetoric and politics. No, you show it by your practice. You love your spouse. And I think that that's an analogy in some ways to what it means for us to exist in this world. That, that those around us, I love that Paul says, do what is honorable among all. And he How says, is give actually, thought, though. He Another says, thing he says, give it. thought to it. That's Sit right. down. Think about, think about Think about what. how can I do things how that's honorable. How can I honorable? make gay people feel honored around me? How? How, how can, can I make those who disagree with me about, uh, about uh, the women's, uh, women's rights feel honored around me and still maintain my Christian conviction? And if you're going to Washington to find out how to do that, you're always going to end where you've always been which is outside of persuading and representing Christ in a way that is tangible to your enemy. Amen. So that's what I think is a pathway forward. And that's what I want. That's what we want for our people to focus on those things, yeah. man, to focus on those things above the cultural wars, the war of the soul, which is through loving the neighbor, defending the weak and developing personal holiness amen let me ask you could you please pray us yes. pray for us pray, pray us out pray for the nation let's pray um and and, yeah. and let's go before the lord and we'll dismiss yes our, 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 our podcast listeners and viewers yes let's do it father god we come before the name of your son jesus and um we are first of all thankful above all else that jesus has come for us he has rescued us. He has forgiven us and he will stand us up in eternity forever in absolute happiness, all the things that we look for from our leaders, God, rightfully so, to help us with in terms of living in equity and justice, freedom and the pursuit of happiness, all those things will be real forever Amen. for us. And we know that because we're experiencing them now in fellowship with your people and with your spirit. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we also thank you for this country. Yes. We know, Lord, that many are going to filter what we've said through uh, an, an influence, a, a influence of nationalism that makes it unthinkable for them to hear critique and still believe that someone could love this country and talk the way that we have for the last hour, Lord. But I pray that, that we're not convincing people of our love for this country. We want people to be convinced of our love for you. Amen. And we thank you, God, that we have a relationship with you that guides us in such a way that we want our allegiances to, to fall in place, God, that they would be ranked in our lives the way that they should be. Our allegiance to the kingdom supersedes our allegiance to this nation. Amen. We thank you for the ways that we've been able to worship you here freely, oh God. Thank you, But God. help us not to idolize that, to not worship the word the free worship that we have here. Mm. Lord, help us not to be those that worship the power and uh, influence that the church has uh, in the culture, oh God, because we know we cannot legislate righteousness, oh Lord. We can't legislate change hearts, Lord. Uh, we know that we need the Spirit of God to do that kind of work. So give us to, Lord, give us the hearts that that see that as our chief uh, responsibility, our goal in this life, in order we would give ourselves to that, Lord, as David French has said, that the culture is stronger than than Congress, oh God, that yes. we can cultivate cultures through a sort of living out the ideas of the kingdom that will influence and transform the people around us, God. Lord, please empower our people to do this, oh Lord. Empower us, Lord. Stand us up. Encourage us as we experience pushback as a result of taking this stance. We love you. In the name of your son, we pray. Amen. 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 Southside Rabbi.
We love y'all.